Good morning, my friends. This is Natasha, founder of On Purpose Project. So excited to bring you another podcast where we talk about how to make your next site your best site. I love sharing tips about website redesign. I love seeing businesses go from having an out-of-date website to having a website they're so proud of that helps strengthen their credibility and trust with their target market. Um, Compete, you know, it helps you beat out your competitors, but ultimately about reaches more people and helps you achieve more impact in the world. I just, I love being a part of being able to help clients do that. And this podcast is about giving you an inside scoop about how to get there. Um, I've been doing websites for a long time, and I know that most clients, when they come to a website project, are very confused, they're overwhelmed, trust is low because most people have been ripped off by a web person before. So they come to the project skeptical. Uh, which doesn't work for anyone, you know, so whether it's not going to work for you, it's not going to work for your web person. And so this podcast is all about really helping put the client back in the driver's seat so that the project can be a huge success. So you become an informed consumer, you know what you're looking for, uh, you know how it goes. And so it can create like just from the start, it can start on a much better foot than coming in both everyone's skeptical and unsure about what's going on. So today, I wanted to share what I, something from my heart about how to interview a web developer. Um, I know a lot of clients who have had bad experience with a the developer. They hire someone, whether it's based on price or they, you know, had someone quote their job or referral and it goes sideways. And I know for me, having run a web agency for five years, I have, I've hired, you know, some developers that I would definitely not hire again. And, and over the last few years, I've really been tweaking my process for how do you figure out who to hire and who not to hire. Because ultimately, when you're working in a website project, the core of the project is really based on trust. Like if you don't trust your team, you're going to bring a lot of attitude, a lot of skepticism, and that's going to really alienate your team. If your team can't trust you in terms of paying on time or, you know, deliverables and sending them stuff and not changing your mind all the time. So it's trust on both sides. It's not just you trusting your web person. Your web person has to trust you that you're looking out for their best interests as well. You're doing your part of the project and it's a teamwork. It's a team effort. And I'm so, so blessed in my agency to have who I feel are some of the best web developers ever. And and I just want to share some of the common things that you should be looking for uh, when you're hiring your web people. And this is not to say, uh, this would apply to designers as well. I would say designers, um, but take. I just want to specifically focus on a web developer. So let's say that your website needs some help, some tech support. Um, you are have an existing site, you're looking to make some changes, you don't necessarily need a designer in yet to change anything, but you need some web people, some techies, those, those, whether it's an e-commerce person or front-end developer, back-end developer, full-stack developer, uh, whatever it is, um, how to know who to hire. Number one, um, and this is what I look at even before I look at the tech ability, look at this person's heart. Um, Web developers are so incredibly smart. And so I I am just in awe of how smart web developers are. And I feel so fortunate to get to work with them every single day. But it's like, as you're talking to them, get a vibe for who they are. Look at their heart, look at their spirit. I know that that sounds sort of counterproductive to working in tech, but but as you get on a video call before you hire someone, don't hire someone just by email, get on a video call, look them in the face, look at how they talk to you, look at their body language, get their vibe, get a feel for who they are. Um, do you like this person? Do you connect with this person on an emotional level? I mean, I'm not talking about obviously being in love with this person, but do you guys have a good connection? Or could you like this person as a colleague? Because this person may be part of your team. So do you actually like this 
this person? Uh, what is their spirit all about? Are they super high energy or super chill? Uh, what's going to work for you? Because ultimately on a website project, you guys are going to spend a lot of time together. So making sure that his or her vibe works for you. Um, in my team, for example, I work, I'm very high strong. I'm very type A. I'm very hunter kind of attitude. I work really well with people who are very low back, laid back, very mellow, um, calm, sort of, I, it's a, I need someone who's that counterbalance to me. So I really resonate with people who are, they're just really low key, you know, they get the job done, but they don't really stress out. They're very patient. Um, and so I look for people who are very kind, um, you know, maybe even a little bit on the shy side. Like to me, that works really well for my personality because I definitely overcompensate when it comes to, I bring a lot of personality to the mix. And so someone to balance me out is, is a perfect fit. So making sure that you know that the spirit of this person is going to be a good compliment to you. Because if there's going to be a power struggle or some sort of intellectual struggle or they think they're smarter than you and they, you know, like that's not going to work. So look at their spirit, first of all. Secondly, look at their skills. You know, obviously technical skills is a deal breaker when it comes to web development. But most web developers, if you're, you know, if you're paying enough money, if you're paying around, you know, anywhere between 40 to 80 bucks an hour, those people are going to be awesome. They're going to be skilled. They're going to know what to do. So it's kind of like, unless you're working with a beginner, most developers at that level are going to be pretty confident. But what you want to do when you look at skills is you want to get them to send you a portfolio of work that they actually did. And again, don't look at the design because a developer's job is to build what a designer sends him or her. So the design of the site may be awful. Like it's not about, that's not the developer's fault, but look at how responsive is it? How fast is it? If you know someone who knows how to inspect code, get them to look at it. Um, is there custom functionality? Like get the developer to explain the features to you. Get him to kind of talk you through his portfolio. Sorry, I keep saying him because my whole web team is is men, but it could be a him or a her, obviously. And look at the skills. If you know, I don't I find like getting them to do WordPress tests and stuff like that, it's my entire team has, you know, we've never done that, but get them to show you a lot of times with web developers before I hire them full time, I bring them on and get them to do a test project. Um, I get them to, I have a mock-up, let's say, and I get them to build it and I get them to build it to spec. And then I send it to the quality assurance person. And then he then checks their work and tells me, you know, and then I get one of my other web people or, and this could be, if you know someone else who's a web developer, I get someone to check their work. Is it good? Uh, before I hire them, I make them work for it. Like I don't just blindly accept anyone. I make them prove to me they know what they're doing. And so we have number one, we have spirit. Number two, we have their skills. And then number three, just making sure that their communication is good. Um, once you know you like them and they have the skills, making sure that they're going to communicate with you in a way that works to works for you. So for example, for me, I am a huge stickler for updates. Like obviously as the team's project manager, I always need to know what's going on all the time. And developers are very autonomous. Um, they like to kind of put their head down. This Again, this is a generalization, but most web developers, they want to just, you give them the job, they put their head down. They don't really necessarily want to update you all the time. They don't really want to talk to you. They, it's just distracting. It's you're, it's you're interrupting them. If you're like, how's this going? How's this going? And I do that all the time. And I'm sure I drive my team insane, but I let them know before I hire them, like I need a lot of communication. Like I need updates within 20 minutes. If I ask you for an update, just because a lot of times I'm something's pending that update. I, I can't just wait around until the end of the day. So for me figuring out, okay, this, this person, can they communicate in the way that I want, I want them to. So for you as well, figuring out how much communication do you need? You may be fine with that person saying, Hey, I will have something for you by Friday. And you don't need to hear anything. 
you know, until Friday. However, I am, that is not my way. I am, I need updates throughout the day. How's it going? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? And again, I'm sure it's irritating to my team, but I would only hire someone who is okay with that. And if they have a problem with that, then we're going to have a little problem, right? So as you're looking for web people, those are the big three in my experience. Their spirit. Do you like this person? Can you get along with this person? Can you work with this person? Do you actually like them? Number two, their skills. Do they actually know what they're doing? You know, and obviously with that willingness to learn and grow because your site may have technical criteria that's sort of off the mainstream. Like they, it might not be something that the average web developer can work with. But if you have a web developer, most web developers are so smart. It's going to make you crazy. Like you just, I'm in awe. Like I said, I'm in awe. I just tell them to do stuff and they handle it. And I have no idea how they do it. So making sure that the developer you hire, they're good at what they do, but they're also the kind of a person who's a learner. They keep learning and growing. And then number three, their communication, making sure that their communication frequency and style and type is going to work for you. Because if you guys are not on the same page with communication, it's going to drive you crazy. You're going to feel frustrated and helpless and out of the loop. And, and he's going to feel potentially irritated and, you know, micromanaged or whatever. So make sure you guys are both on the same page. But yeah, I've been working with web builders for years. It's a, an honor and a blessing to work with them and just making sure that you know how to pick the right person is going to do so much for your stress on the job. And if you are in the process of starting a website redesign project and you do not have your plan mapped out yet, head over to websiteplanningpro.com. This is a portal that I have created. It is basically five years of combined experience about how to scope a project properly so that when you take your project details to a web person, they are going to know exactly what you want so they can give you an informed quote, a realistic schedule of deliverables, and then be able to self-identify and know whether they have the time and the skills to get the job done, which is going to save you so much headache in terms of money, time, and stress. You will love it. Websiteplanningpro.com. I will talk to you tomorrow.